All right, everyone, welcome back to HHN Hot Takes. I'm your host, Brandon. And today we have a few things I want to talk about. Um, so I want to get into, uh, we have a few, well, one announcement. Um, we have a house that was announced and a Horror Night Nightmares version two map to go over. Um, that's all coming up on this episode. But I want to briefly talk about why I've been gone for so long. So I did one episode. And it was a year and three months ago. And after doing that episode, I realized that it was very difficult to do a solo podcast. So I decided to look for some people and it just didn't work out. I tried to get on a couple of Horror Nights podcasts just as guests, just to, you know, get on a podcast. Um, But everything has fallen through or, oh, yeah, we'll we'll have you later. And just nothing's come around. And then, you know, COVID happened. So they canceled the event. But yeah, so uh, I'm just going to go solo. And until I find a guest or a host to join me. Um, But for now, it's just going to be a solo podcast. So uh, let's get into it. Um, So let's see. Jack is coming back. We're going to talk about that. Um, the Horde Night Nightmares Volume 2 map that was released. Uh, it was released like two weeks ago. And we have a house announcement. Beetlejuice. So um, I'll, I'll just start with Beetlejuice because that's quick. I talked about it on the first, my very first episode, only episode. Um, same feelings. Not really excited. I love the movie. The movie's great, but it's just not a horror movie. So not too excited. I know um, during HHN Light or, you know, the soft event that we had during uh, COVID, I did go to and I went through um, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives and Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Um, I went on two separate days and then the third day I went was when they announced Beetlejuice was a thing. I don't remember why, but I showed up at, I think the park was closing at seven. I showed up at five and went straight to the Beetlejuice house and it was closed. So I never got to see it. But if it's anything like the, uh, tribute store that they had, um, with that last room being like the Beetlejuice room. The sets look pretty cool in there, so I'm assuming it's going to be very similar to that. And I did hear good things about that Beetlejuice house, but um, yeah, I'm not I'm not too stoked on it. Like I said, it's not a horror movie, so like whatever. I like horror stuff, scary stuff. Um, but yeah, so next thing, Jack. Jack is coming back. What do I think about this? So. But Jack first came out, what, year 2000? Pretty cool. Returned in 2001, which is supposed to be Eddie's event, but they brought him back. And the next time he came back was 2006, which was my first year. And I thought he was pretty awesome. Like, creepy clown, killer clown, awesome outfit, that jumpsuit. Came back the next year, 2007. 
uh, Carnivore of Carnage. Um, he came back again and again and again. He's been back so many times. Um, now in the blog post, they did say like he's going to be back among other icons. So that's cool. I am excited that we are getting icons back. Um, I really wish Horror Nights would go back to that old strategy of this is our event. You know, we have an icon, we have an overarching storyline that, that really gets everything together. Um, it ties everything together, you know, like 2007, um, Carnival of Carnage, Jack brought a, um, Freddy Jason Leatherface, 2008, probably the best example and 2005, but like 2008, um, Bloody Mary, all of the houses were different fears of each of her subjects, um, her patients, I should say. Um, but yeah, Jack's been back so many times. It's, it's kind of boring. Um, if he was just back alone, but it's going to be all the other icons, uh, I'm assuming. So that's pretty cool. I can't wait to see that. Um, so I'm assuming they're going to, they'll start announcing stuff. Tickets were announced, um, just single night, RIP tour express, um, no frequent fear, no rush of fear yet. Uh, those will be coming. I'm sure of it. I don't see them getting away from that. Uh, that would have a big backlash. I mean, for all the locals that, that go multiple times, um, like I, for me, if they didn't do a frequent fear, I mean, I could probably go, I could go a couple of times, but like, I really want that express pass. So that would just be so much money. Um, like that would be like two nights for an event ticket and express for the amount that I pay for a frequent fear with express. Um, but yeah, tickets. Uh, let's see. Now, the one thing with Jack, uh, I'm going back to Jack and all the other icons. I wish that each of them had their own house. Like 2006, you know, we had Jack with Psychoscarpy. Um, we had the director. He had his own house, um, All Night Dying. We had the storyteller. She had her Dungeon of Terror. And let's see, Eddie had a house unofficially, you know, Eddie House Run, Hostile Territory, I believe. Um, the Caretaker had his Scream House. See, that's what I was really hoping for for this Howling Horror Nights 30. This is a big year, 30. Um, and I mean, I, I really wish like looking at these, so I'm looking at this speculation map from Horror Night Nightmares. Um, you could find it on their Twitter. They probably posted it on, uh, Instagram, their Facebook, you can go on their forum site. It's on there. Um, I'm going to go through all of the houses, the scare zones and all that. But I mean, just taking a look at the houses, they have one house, HHN icons captured. I mean, I was really hoping for each of them to have a house again. Uh, and like back then, what there was, there were seven houses, six houses um, for 
2006. Um, let's see real quick. Uh, stand by, stand by, stand by. Uh, yeah, they had seven houses. Now we have 10. 10 houses. That's three more. I mean, they could have they could have done each of them have their own icon house and then gone, you know, for their their IP houses. Not a big fan. Not a big fan of IP houses. But all right, so uh let's let's just jump into this real quick. Uh this version 2.0 speculation map. Uh I'm gonna start with the shows. So we have the Lagoon show. Now I never saw um what was it monsters of mayhem show heard it was amazing i never saw it um i'm sure it was great i mean the going back to 2006 the the director's cut in the lagoon that was pretty cool i'm assuming it was better than that and that's cool i just every time i showed up when they had monsters of mayhem i was just you know running through the houses and then going home because i had to work early um but yeah, Lagoon Show, cool. Jack's stage show. So that's going to be at the Fear Factor location. So a Jack show. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, Jack normally steals the show anyways when they do like an icon show or anything. His shows are always pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do because... In the Fear Factor Stadium, they just have so much more potential that they can do versus the one that was uh, across from Horror Makeup Show. So that that'll be pretty exciting. All right, um, so let's move on. We're going to scare zones. So as soon as you walk in the park. Right in front of Despicable Me and uh, what is that, Shrek. We have the 30th anniversary zone. So I'm assuming that's just going to be a bunch of icons walking around. That's pretty cool. Um, I feel like they could have done that in Hollywood. Um, that's normally where they put a lot of stages. And the last time the icons were out, that's where they were. So I'm surprised that they're doing it because that's... Right in front of Despicable Me, that's such a crowded area. The street, I feel like, is smaller. There's not that much room. So that's interesting. Um, moving on into New York. Um, all near Finnegan's and The Mummy and all that. We have Seek and Destroy. I'm not sure what that could mean. Um, I know I listened to another podcast and they said, that was some video game. I don't know. I never looked it up. Pretty bad host here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, interesting. Um, seek and destroy. Uh, let's see. Moving on in front of uh, what is that? Fast and the Furious. We have the Eddie zone. Interesting. Because normally when they have um, Eddie, you know, he's known for his uh, chainsaw and most of the time when they do chainsaw scare zones where the, those are normally like near simpsons area 
that's always such a bottleneck in that area too. Um, but it's like all past Simpsons, like all through Simpsons, that's normally where we see chainsaws. So in that area where it is in front of uh, Fast and the Furious, that's such a bottleneck area too. It's so small. Um, I'll be interested to see what they come up with that. Um, and so we're moving on. This is uh, going to be Central Park area. Uh, normally where they, where they do like the Halloween type scare zones with the pumpkins in the trees and all. That's going to be the Terra Cruentas from uh, 2005. That scare zone's going in there. I don't know what I think about that because that's such an intricate storyline. I feel like I feel like what they could have done instead of having all of these scare zones, honestly, the park could have been an entire Terra Cruentas scare zone. I feel like it would have been much better than just in that Central Park because Central Park is a very small area and I'm a little disappointed we're not going to see like a Halloween type scare zone. Um, I'm not sure what they could do. You know, they had like motorcycles and stuff and I don't know. That's interesting. Um. And last but not least, we have Shudder uh, in Hollywood. <sighs> Shudder. So Shudder is a streaming site uh, dedicated to horror movies. They have some pretty good originals on Shudder. So I'll be interested to see what they do. I know they ha they have like exclusives that are only on Shudder. And they have... Um, the like shutters actually made these uh movies and tv shows so i'll be interested to see what they do with that all right so moving on to houses and i i'm putting out this podcast so late so i'm i'm sure most of you have seen this speculation map but you know all right. So starting off, uh, I don't know what sound stages these are, but um, the entrance is going to be like at that right next to Rockin' or Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, um, in that music plaza, and it is uh, the Bride of Frankenstein Lives. <clears throat> so before I went to this HHN light, I heard so many things about this house it's the best house it's way better than revenge of the tooth fairy it is so good it's so awesome so i went through that first and luckily when i went to that light um version of the event there were no lines and i showed up i think the second weekend they did it that was the first time i showed up and i was there at like four o'clock and i just went through this um the bride of frankenstein lives and revenge of the tooth fairy i think i went through each of them five times and i just it didn't hit for me it really didn't um and you know that's partially because of the plexiglass that just throws everything off because i mean i've been going to the event so long like i normally see where these boo holes are at where people are going to pop out but 
just adding the plexiglass in just wasn't, you know, you could instantly see it because the light was reflecting off of it. Um, something I did like about the the houses though, especially for the light event, because it was during the day. So it's hard for your eyes to adjust to that darkness. Um, they turned up the lights to each of the houses. So you could see a lot better. And I, I really wish that they would do that for the event anyways. Um, but yeah, the Bride of Frankenstein lives. So I will give it credit. It was good, but it took until the fifth. I don't know if it was just the cast that I was going through hitting the same cast over and over or like if it was late in their shift or like what it was, but it, the house, I just, I didn't understand what people were saying. They were saying it was so good until the fifth run. And I had a really good run through it. That's when it hit. And I was like, okay, I can see what these people are saying. It is pretty good. But I liked Revenge of the Tooth Fairy more. I don't know. That's just me. Um, but yeah, Bride of Frankenstein lives. I, I'm curious to see if they'll change anything. Um, I mean, they have, they have a full year. Not anymore. Um, they have a couple months now. But I'm sure they've changed a little bit. Um, maybe not. Maybe they just left it. Who knows? Um, okay, moving on. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, this is interesting. We've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre so many times. And if you continue to listen to this podcast, th this is going to be a reoccurring thing for me. We, we need new things. I hate seeing things over and over and over again. Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming back. Is there... I don't even, I don't think there's a new movie. There's not a new TV show. There's not anything. So why is this coming back? This is it's so weird. It's like they had the rights for so many years and they're like, oh, well, this is last year. We can use it. So we might as well. I don't know if it's, I don't know. It's so surprising. Um, not excited for this. It's in a soundstage. So maybe it'll be better because years past it's been in, uh, I think every time it's been here, it's been at, um, either a tent or disaster queue and those houses aren't always the best um at least the disaster queue ones um in my opinion i don't know what it is that's always like the joke house or whatever but yeah text chainsaw massacre not impressed not really hyped for that okay moving on revenge of the tooth fairy like i said earlier this was my favorite of the two that I saw during the light event. Really good. Loved it. Every time I went through, loved it. It did, you know, I would take points off because of the plexiglass. And this one specifically was worse because in Bride of Frankenstein, like a lot of the times they were in like behind a gate or something. So like there was already a barrier there, but like Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, nah, not at all. There was no like barriers that they would have naturally been behind. So there was just a lot of plexiglass, but this house was, it just, when I walked through, it brought me back to like, this is what Halloween Horror Nights feels like. This original idea that like aesthetic of the whole house. It was just that that's just what, when I think of Halloween Horror Nights, that's what I thought. Like, that's how I felt. Um, if that makes any sense. But yeah, I loved this house. I, I can't wait to see it. I really hope they change it. Um, I'm hoping there won't be plexiglass again. That's 
and I hope we see more characters um, in both in all of these houses. I hope they hire just as many as they normally do. Um, we are getting, you know, for COVID, we're getting pretty good um, vaccination rates. So hopefully this event is unchanged uh, as long as everything's safe and, every, you know, hoping everything's safe. Um, but yeah, that's going to be, uh, in a soundstage as well. And, uh, the final soundstage house, is going to be HHN icons captured. And I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that this is going to be in a soundstage. Um, it's hope they're, they're going to do it justice. Um, I just, all I can think is like each each of these uh, icons will probably have a room, one room or two rooms that's like showcases, you know, like what they do, like, you know, scenes from like uh, Scream House and Psychoscarapy and, you know, that that's what I'm envisioning for this house. Um, I, I can't wait for this. this that's probably um, if I had to make a like a hype list, it's probably on top, I would say. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on with the house next to men in black, um, welcome to Carrie or welcome to scary horror in the heartland. Is that what it says? Yeah. So this house, um, if you're familiar with a lot of the backstory of horror nights, a lot of their stuff is based in Carrie, Ohio. And that's what this house is. I don't. I'm not really sure what they could do with this because what I could think is like all of their houses that they've done that's been featured, you know, from Cary, Ohio, maybe they could just like mash them all together. But I want to say a lot of the icons, um, things were in Cary, like Psychoscarpy. I think that was in Cary. Um, but yeah, that'll, it's interesting. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this. Um, that'd probably be number two on my list. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, next up, one of the tent houses, the wicked growth realm of the pumpkin. Now this house sounds pretty cool. It sounds like, um, you know, a Halloween-esque house. It kind of sounds like the Scarecrow that we had a few years ago. Um, pretty excited for this. I mean, you know, this is all speculation. So if this does turn out, um, I think that house would be pretty cool. Uh, I like any of that, like, you know, Seeds of Extinction type Scarecrow, that, that kind of stuff, that Halloween-esque house. I feel like that. Those houses are, I always really like those houses. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, next one's up, Puppet Theater, Captive Audience. And I think this is the one that they announced um, after the HHN Light. That they released a video on YouTube of a walkthrough, I think, with Michael Aiello talking about this. I'm pretty sure that's that's this house. Never watched the video. I, I never. So I never watch pre, like um, trailers for movies. I hate watching trailers. 
Um, except if I'm in the movie theater, which is weird. I love previews when I'm at the movies. It maybe it's just because the atmosphere or what, but like if there's a movie that I like, I just read the title and a brief, brief synopsis. Then I want to go see it. I don't want to see a trailer. I feel like they reveal too much. That's why I didn't watch the puppet theater video. If the, if I'm thinking of the right thing, um, so this is giving off that you know dead silence vibes to me. Could be could be wrong. Didn't watch the video, but you know could be. Um. All right, moving on. The Haunting of Hill House. Now, I'm pretty sure I watched the first episode of this um, last year. Maybe I didn't even watch the full episode because um, I heard it was this was on the speculation map for last year. Um, uh, you know, actually, I don't think I watched it. I think I added it to my list on Netflix. So because I don't remember anything about it. So I don't know anything about it. It's an IP house, whatever. Um, yeah, so if it is officially announced, I'll I'll watch it um, to see. I mean, I've heard it's really good, and I like horror stuff, so obviously I like the event. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Next, Beetlejuice. I think I already talked about that enough at the beginning of the show. Not excited. Love the movie. Don't get me wrong. Not excited about a haunted house of Beetlejuice. I'm sure it will be a very aesthetically pleasing house, just like Ghostbusters. But whatever. I don't I don't like this trend that they're going in. Um, I don't know. It's just not a house. Not a haunted house. I don't think it fits in for Horror Nights, but whatever. Just anything to get the crowds here. I think that's what that really is. Um, but we'll see. I could be wrong. Could be my best. My favorite house. Who knows? Um, one uh, in for the final house over in Shrek Theater. Not, not a big fan of anything that's been at Shrek. Not that I can think of. Didn't like Killer Clowns. It was too goofy. They had what scary tales like eighty in that. Maybe it's because it was just another scary tales I've already seen. That house was okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that year I only went to the event twice. The very beginning of the year. Because I was going uh, out of the country. And I was going to be gone all of uh, for a year, actually. So I think I only went twice. So maybe that's hindering my view. But um, anyways, Shrek Theater Creep Show. Or Halloween three season of the witch. Now, never seen Creep Show, but I hope, I hope, hope, hope that this is Halloween three. So when we had Halloween the first year, I don't remember what year it was. I'm so bad. Everything just melds together. But when we first had Halloween, I was I didn't know what to think. When that was announced, I was kind of excited, but you know, I was like, whatever. It was the best. Year. It was the best house that year. It was amazing. Then they had Halloween two, that was pretty good. Then they switched to Halloween four, 
And I went on a rant and I was like, why on Twitter or Facebook? I can't remember. Probably Facebook. I was like, why are they skipping Halloween three? Why? Halloween three is amazing. Okay. It doesn't have, um, doesn't have Michael Myers. So that originally Halloween was supposed to be a one-off thing. It was supposed to be an anthology series. And they made the first one and then just people wanted more. So they made a continuation of that story. I don't know if that was planned to do Halloween 2 like that, where it just continues, because that's supposed to be the same night. Halloween night. Um, I'm pretty sure. And then Halloween 3 came around no Michael Myers. Everyone hated it. And that was the only one they ever did. But if you take that movie standalone and you it's just, you know, season of the witch, you don't even think about Halloween, Halloween three, don't think about that. It's a good movie. Now, season of the witch, I don't know where they got that because that what does that have to do with anything? They could have called it something cooler. Um like I don't know. Uh Halloween three festival of the souls or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really hope this is Halloween three. That movie is so good. If you haven't seen it, please go out and see it. Go see it. It's, it's a good movie. Um, but like I said, you can't think about Halloween. You just gotta think it's just a standalone, you know, eighties horror movie. It's pretty enjoyable. But yeah, that that wraps it up. <clears throat> so, all right. Um, so, I'm recording, and my recording stopped. This is going to be very jarring because <laughs> I just I, I I just got done talking about Halloween three. Um, hoping it's in Shrek Theater, so. Halloween three or creep show. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember what I said. (laughs) So, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wing it. Um, if, if I had to do, I normally do hype lists. They're normally very close. The hype lists are for what I feel like I'm going to like and how I'm going to rate the each house. Um, so I'm going to do a quick hype list and it's going to start from what I'm, what I think I'm going to like, or what I'm most excited for to what I'm least excited for. Now, before I do this list, cause I've already talked through this, I remember doing this. It's going to be jarring. I'm going to say some things that you're going to be like, what the heck? But with that being said, I've done hype lists before, like when I did how, like I said earlier, I wasn't a big fan that they announced that Halloween, the first one was going to be here. I didn't know how that was going to translate. I love the movie, but it was pretty low on my list and it ended up being number one. So just don't hate me too much, but this is what I am excited for. So number one, HHN icons captured. 
Number two, welcome to carry. Welcome to scary, whatever you want to call it. Number three, the wicked growth. Number four, puppet theater. Number five, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Number six, Halloween 3. Now, I'm pretty sure 4, 5, and 6, so what did I say? Puppet Theater, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, Halloween 3. Those can all be intertwined. Those don't, you know, whatever. Um, next, probably Bride of Frankenstein Lives. 7. That's that seven. Eight, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nine, Haunting of Hill House. Ten, Beetlejuice. Now, like I said, I don't know what to expect from Haunting of Hill House because I haven't seen it, but once it's officially announced, I'll I'll watch the series. And my list will probably change, most likely. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I have no idea what it could be. Um but we'll see if it's off the original. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. I've already seen it. Um, but yeah, if it ends up being Creep Show, I haven't seen it. Like I said earlier, but if it does end up being Creep Show, we can bump everything up, and that'll be at number nine. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think I, I don't think I said anything else after it cut me off after the recording cut. But um. If uh, I do want feedback, please give me feedback. It's very hard to do a solo podcast. I have no idea what to talk about. I don't know if I ramble too much. I really wish I had a co-host. Um, I'm going to be setting up a email address so that if you want to be on the show, you can just shoot me an email and we can, we can do a show. That'd be cool. Um, I'd like to have a co-host. Or a guest every now and then. Um, I just think it's so hard to do a solo podcast. I just, I feel like I'm just rambling, and it's not going to turn out good. I don't know, but yeah, just leave me, you know, constructive criticism. Leave me some feedback on uh, whatever platform you're listening to this on. I would love to read it. Um, I want to know how I could do better. But yeah, that's going to be it. Uh, episode two, and hopefully, it won't take a year and three months for the next episode to come out i don't expect it to um i plan on doing more uh try to be more regular whenever you know news comes out or whatever um but if news doesn't come out for a couple weeks so maybe i'll pop on and do an episode about some of my favorite years i can go through the event tell you what i remember but yeah that's going to be it for me um Please, like I said, leave me an honest rating. Let me know what you think. Let me know if I could do anything better. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. See you.